Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not hip. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> for the clockwork cabaret as they have died it is the time for the graveyard shift oh shit did they die well we can only hope i am dj oh. vodkatronic oh oh hell i'm i'm dj scuzz bucket hey y'all we are we are here today tonight well i to- mean it's a podcast so it's whenever they're gonna listen yeah. to it that's true. We are here to take over the show. I I am sorry to hear of the untimely passing of both Emmett Davenport and Lady Addercop. I'm sure that somebody somewhere is missing them, and that is a tragedy for them, but not for us, because now we get their time slot. Uh, <laughs> no, that's unseemly. I should not seem excited about that, but I am God. In Mother Russia, death is just inevitable. Is that where you're from? Well, that's where the accent is from, sort of. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't. All right. And also, like, you know, death's inevitable every place. That's kind of the human condition. We all die. Well, yes. That <laughs> is how that works. <laughs> well, because. I mean, I get the whole Eastern Bloc, it's a very serious thing, but yeah, no, that's kind of a universal thing. We all gonna die. And we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we're all afraid of dying like super right now. Have you not watched our cinema? Russian cinema? Yes. No. I mean, (laughs) is there an airboat? Is there an explosion? Is there somebody hot and sweaty wearing minimal clothing that at some point ends up wet and they shouldn't have. No. Like, you know, like falls in a lake, falls in a swamp, falls in a bathtub, falls in a pool. Yet. There is Then not. I have not, I have no, I have not seen it. <laughs> Those are my criteria. That's Maybe the, also an animal. That's an very, animal friend. That is very limited. Very short-sighted uh, criteria. Uh, not, not where I come from, now where I come from, comrade. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if you can't get an airboat or an explosion or a, an attractive person with muscles who falls into either a pool, a swamp, a lake, a, I don't know, a toilet, whatever they've got to fall into so that their clothes get all hot and clingy, you know. Are you even making the movie? I don't know how long I can do this. <laughs> 
had a bet that we were going to keep this up for as long as we could until I... one of the other of us made us break. And then I went all Blanche Devereaux on Emmett. You did. And broke <laughs> it immediately. That, I was trying really hard and I just... You went off on that tirade, now I can't, yeah, there was no coming back for that. I can't, I can't give it. Also, I stand by my assessment that a movie is awesome if it has an airboat, an explosion, or somebody attractive that falls into a body of water. That is true. That is why I, I like I that G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't what? remember. I don't remember anything else about that movie other than uh, Byung Hun Lee being Storm Shadow in that pool of water fighting everybody. So, exactly. That's it. That's the only thing I remember. I mean, I'm sure there was an explosion or two, but do you care after I... Byung Hun Lee has been don't. wet in a body of water? I don't care. Absolutely not. That's why I watched Red Red Two on slow for several <gasps> scenes. Even... Yeah, he doesn't. Does, I don't think he ends up in a pool in that. He movie. doesn't. He's he just naked. Oh, he does get naked. He's naked, wearing a kimono. Never, yeah, right. <laughs> Never mind. He can be naked. He's naked first, and then he's in the kimono. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I like <laughs> now I'm very the, distracted. I like him in the suit, honestly. Well, the yes, I also be- appreciate that that suit too. Ah. Hold yeah. on. We. Listeners, we're sorry. We're going to have to pause the podcast for a moment while we think about that. Well, we think about <laughs> Young Hun Lee and everything. Yeah, just everything. <laughs> An attractive man. He is. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So I am Emmett Davenport, and this is indeed the Clockwork Cabaret, despite everything to the contrary that just happened before that. Ah, I was going to try and be funny. And, and then I ruined it with my talk of. People falling into toilets. Yes. Lady Addercap just totally. <laughs> I mean, I can keep going. No, please don't. I'm good. <laughs> I just. It was just. Oh, I was so. was so trying to get in the zone of being. Uh, nihilistic and. And. Russian goth. And I. DJ just, Vodka Tronic. Yes. And I just couldn't. Do it to the when you're talking about airboats <laughs> and explosions. <laughs> I'm just saying Gator Taste is the greatest movie that's ever been made. Okay. <laughs> and I don't think that's a controversial statement. I guess I would have to watch it. Also, I feel like it might be slightly insulting for me to do that accent the entire episode, considering I am the least southern southern person that has ever lived. Well, you yeah. grew up in southern Florida. Yeah, that's not the South. That doesn't count. Well, that is the that is <laughs> that is the Northern Caribbean. It's not the South. Oh, wow. No, I had to go north to get south. And considering, yes, I grew up in the quote-unquote south, but it's South Florida, which, no, is not the south. And and then my parents are from New Jersey, which is also, no, not the south. And then their parents are from frickin' Ireland and Europe. I don't... Uh, so, this might be a... This might be a... a, a um. Uh, what am I th- thinking? This might be a statement of of dispute, hmm. but I would just like to say that I'm not sure that it matters where you're from because 
because you're white. <laughs> and you're doing a white southern accent. So you're making fun of you're making fun of other white people. And I know, I, but they're not my white people. Like, you know, I feel yeah. like that's a little like I th- those those aren't my white people. My white people sound like so yeah, no, I'm the you know, here I am, DJ Skies Bucket. I'm bringing you the freshest beats this side of Nork. Well, that that is Ayo. true. Well, also that also works for DJ Scuzz Bucket. So I mean, yeah, no, but if I was doing <laughs> that accent, I would, I would feel less bad uh. because I have relatives that sound like that. So I'm not coming. I have relatives that have sold bootleg New Jersey Jets merchandise out of the trunk of their car. Ah, uh, well. at a New Jer- at a Jets game. So, like, I can make fun of that because those are my people. All right. Well, I then, like well, then may... you kind of adopt the persona of somebody that aren't your people, you're getting a well, little, you know. Well, this is also one of the reasons why we never, ever have done accents specifically and pointedly on the Clockwork Cabaret. Is I've because... never done an accent on the Clockwork Cabaret. Well, no, I meant, like, as character, as ourselves. <laughs> like, we we never started off this show where we had oh, accents and oh, then we you like as a persona as a persona yes like because because <laughs> you've been ever ever i'm like no no yes. you have done terrible oh. accents constantly i have never done a terrible accent on but this show. no i just meant that as as a as a persona for the hosts of the clockwork cabaret we have specifically never done accents because for one it would have been difficult to maintain them and two that just felt kind of felt kind of crappy. False. Yeah, I felt a little bad. Yeah. Not super bad. Hey, North Carolina, I've been living I have been living in your borders almost a year. I still feel a little disingenuous. I oh, will talk about being from the swamp here. all day. You've every lived here day. for a decade, honey. <laughs> decade. I well, I, I will talk about being from the swamp all day every day because I have had to pull a snake out of the office building in which I worked. And release it outside. However, I worked in an insurance agency at the time. It wasn't even like I lived someplace that there was, you know, it was a blue collar job. There was a white collar job and I had to pull a snake out from under a desk. That's uh, terrifying. Yeah, it was a copperhead. No. But well, it was the baby. I don't so care. It was fine. You know how I feel about snakes. It was fine. It was a baby. It was like, well, it was a couple of years old it wasn't itty bitty but it wasn't full grown and it was cold because it had been in the air conditioning overnight so i just picked it up by its tail and put it in a file folder and dumped it out of the you know dumped it outside in the canal where it belonged so i will talk about being like airboats alligators possums all in my purview but i i feel a little disingenuous pretending to be southern Okay. Well then, let, then unless go. I get honorary Southern points for picking up a baby co- copperhead by the tail and putting it in a bucket and dumping it outside like it was no big deal, I feel like that gets you some sort of street cred. But I'm not sure but what it's kind. It's Florida street cred, so it's weird street cred. Yeah, you can't spend that anywhere else. I can't spend that anywhere else. It's like, like the I coins. Mean, you... When I worked at McDonald's, I had to take out the trash, and occasionally there would be rattlesnakes in the corral, the trash corral, and they would have to just turn around and come back inside. And people would be like, "Why didn't you put the trash away?" And be like, "Oh, there were rattlesnakes by the dumpster." And they go, "Oh yeah." 
just so weird. And occasionally people, when there was a, an alligator in the, the little pond behind the McDonald's where I worked and people would come in and buy 20 piece McNuggets to go, we had to ask, you're not going to go feed these to the alligator, are you? And they'd be like, no, I would never be like, please don't feed the alligator McNuggets because then you're going to get the alligator acclimated to humans and then the alligator's going to attack somebody and they're going to have to come out and kill it. So no nuggies for the alligator, please. Yeah, see, I never had to deal with anything like that. I just had to deal with moose. Moose are terrifying. Moose are more terrifying than alligators. Yes, especially when they stand in the middle of the road and don't get out of the way. But I mean, yeah, alligators don't move if they don't have a mind to either, but yeah, I feel mo- like they're less aggressive than moose. Um, moose aren't necessarily aggressive unless you make a move on them. If you moose are the kind of animals that you just basically set up a perimeter around them and then and wait and when they decide that they're going to go in a different in a direction you just move the perimeter and you get out of the way and you just don't mess with them they're big they're very big they're way i've seen them than... in person yes me too i saw big. it i saw one that was in the road while i was walking to school and went yeah. wow that is a moose like twenty Give me feet a copperhead or an alligator any day. I am less likely to die from them than a moose. Yeah, but that's all I had growing up. That's moose. enough. Moose, <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't even that often. It just every now, like very rare, every now and then. Well, we had a lot of copperheads in our backyard growing up, <sighs> but. I mean, we lived off a canal. I know, I know. You lived in the swamp. I didn't live in the swamp. I lived in the suburbs. It's just the swamp got into the suburbs. Well, yes, because you uh, the suburbs because of all the interconnected waterways. Well, because the suburb was built on top of a swamp. Yeah, because it all should have been the Everglades, and we just decided to pile up dirt and call it a subdivision. Yeah, that just that's just Mm. gross. I know, though. I did. I will say, I. Did li- when I lived in Savannah, I did I did come across alligators. Yeah, because there is a ro- a stretch of road that's called Alligator Alley, and we have Alligator Alley in Florida too. It is I seventy. This was a specific road that went into the na- uh, a nature preserve. I it for but Florida it was, it was the, the uh, strip of land that crosses from the east coast to the west coast. Oh yeah. And it goes through the Everglades, and there are big fences on either side of it to try to keep the alligators off the road. Because if you know anything about giant lizards, it's like they like to be warm. They do. And you know what heats up real good? Concrete. Big stretches of highway. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There was there was a story. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of stories about people hitting alligators, driving alligator alley in the middle of the night. That just seems. Why? Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to go yeah. that way? <laughs> like, there's no reason. Just leave the alligators alone. Just... Well, they, I mean, they're I just mean, trying to keep the alligators off the road. Right. You're going to mess up your car. I think there was car. a story one time about it was a, like, a some kind of experimental um, race car that they decided that they were going to test on Alligator Speed Alley. Racer. 
because it was you With know it's speed racer. like it's through the Everglades, so there's not there's no not going to be any cops. It's late at night, and they could just get up to speed. And it was two different prototypes, and the first one hit an alligator, and then the one that was right behind it hit the same alligator, and it wrecked both cars. But I also think it killed the alligator, so not a good story. Oh, I would th- would have been thought it was funnier if the alligator had gotten up and walked away. Yeah, <laughs> and like it would. Yeah, but I, like two different cars hitting yeah. an alligator going over a hundred miles an yeah. hour. Yeah. No. Nobody's walking away from that. If it was a moose, it would have walked away. Yeah, a moose would have totally <laughs> walked away. And it would have kicked that second car before it even got to it. Because <laughs> it would be like, I see you, car. I already got hit by one. Just gonna put my foot out. But you know what alligators can do that moose cannot? Breathe underwater? No. Alligators cannot breathe underwater. They are. <laughs> They have lungs. They are oh. not fish. Oh. <laughs> they can climb trees. Moose just But there are trees. alligators in trees. That's terrifying. I don't want to think about that. They can also climb fences. That's why they get that's how they get into places like <sighs> Disney World resorts or golf courses or the McDonald's where I worked. Hello, new fear that I didn't know I had, but now Well, you I don't have. have to worry about it unless you go to Florida. Well, no, I or or Louisiana or Georgia or any place else that the American alligator exists, but yeah, they can climb trees. Well, thankfully, that's not anytime soon. But I think we have alligators in North Carolina too. Maybe I think they're like southern, southeastern. Yeah, part. Yes, I don't go there. But if there's one thing that living in Florida has told taught me, it's that if there's a connected waterway. An alligator can find a way. I don't want to have a new fear. I'm too old for a new fear, Lady Addercup. Now I have saying we already have walking crawfish. We already have land lobsters in this state. Bad enough that Rupert's family comes from Louisiana, and periodically I have to go there. Well, I'm just saying an an alligator might hitchhike in the back of your car. Or it just might find a way up through the interconnected waterways of of the United States. And hang out in a tree. And then hang out in a tree and wait for you specifically. Can I just have an alligator hang out in the tree in my backyard so that it will eat the squirrels? You need need some water. Oh, I don't want that. Make a pond and then if you build a pond, an alligator will find a way to it. I don't want an alligator. Now I just have to... Can I give you a new fear? You did! Gave me a new fear, and now I'm just going to be looking up in trees, looking for alligators all the time. Could be worse. Could be an iguana. I already was concerned about that. That's also something you have to worry about. That's also something you have to worry about in Florida, because if the temperature drops too low, iguanas drop out of the trees, seemingly dead. That was fear number 197. But they're not always dead. Sometimes they're just cold. Yes. Having a comatose iguana land on your head. That was fear number 197. And now fear number... 3,084 is alligator in a tree. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. 
Did you know Jaws is based on a true story? I do not want to know. All right, on this, uh, I'm gonna press a button now because <laughs> now she's now you're just trying to get me fears, and I don't. Wait. Also, I already knew that. And oh wait, that was fear number. 32. That was based in New Jersey. So apparently any place any of my family has lived has always been a uh, just a realm of nightmares. Which came first? The nightmare or your family? Why not both? <laughs> and with that, I'm pressing a button. Are you a soul-searching poet of somber disposition looking for a location necessary to morbid reflection? Are you a stoic professor of criminology in need of a home ripe with a potential for intriguing calamity? We have a location for you! Skeletal tree on a misshrouded hill? We got it! Rickety shutters that clatter in a baleful wind? See the air! The hounds? You can't stop us from releasing them! From creaking floorboards to inaccessible attics, every property is guaranteed to amuse, inspire, and forebode. Sextant sent Sextant's mood setting real estate. There's a frog on the moors, and it could be yours. <laughs> that was the graveyard. That's the graveyard shift, y'all. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I would say we could do another episode as these characters, but clearly we cannot stay focused and on topic long enough. I think the only way I could do it would be I would have to write something. I would have to write a script for myself to follow because that's the only way I could do it. Because it could sound very mechanical. Like yes, yes, music is good. Yes, yeah, very strong, like communist Russia. Well, also, I really thought the Russian thing was gonna be good and funny uh, with DJ. DJ Vodka Tronic, but then I also realized that I grew up with, I had a friend from high school that is actually Russian, and she hmm. would probably murder me <laughs> if she heard my... You started thinking about all the people you knew with that accent. Yes. And went, oh. She would probably hunt me down. That, that, <laughs> and that is what happened to me with the Southern and accent. And slap like, me. Oh, I know people that sound like that that will kick my ass. Yeah. So oh, cool. I'm sorry, Alex, wherever you are. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you and your family. <laughs> you don't. I know she doesn't listen to this podcast. I, I would just... apologize to all of my friends that have that accent, but I've already done it to all of your faces. Yes. So you already knew what you were getting into by being friends with me. And uh, that really, if you look at it in a certain light, that makes it your fault. Oh, 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 we're gonna go with the antagonistic. That's the I'm taking. Okay. Also, All I right. will not apologize for wanting to play uh, punk and scuzzy, like scuzzy dark Americana. Oh no! Country. I think music. I think the music hey. selection. I was very, I was very <laughs> y'all, excited about y'all it. Have, y'all have listened to our show before, and you've been to a Clockwork Ball, and you already know that I'm down for playing that stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, and. I don't know if our listeners all know. I'm sure I have mentioned this before, but many, many years ago, before I started doing this podcast, I was a goth industrial DJ. And back in the early times. Yes, back in the in Gulag. You know, back in the dinosaur days, when you know raptors roamed the earth. Um, 
I I actually DJ'd a goth night for a very long time. It was like twelve years. Um, so yeah. So what you're this, saying is this playlist came together very easily. It did. It took me all like ten, fifteen minutes. <laughs> and uh, what you're saying is that we should do a set as DJ Vodka Tonic. I think we should. I think that I think that that is a a thing that we should do. Um, mm. I don't know when because we we have tried to organize some sort of dj set on the fly and we're both terrible at it so but we have twitch and we have done it we did it for the clockwork ball so we could do it at some point in february as well that's true perhaps this is a thing we need to do once a month yeah well i think i wouldn't mind i i actually honestly really miss djing out and and i feel i feel more complete as a human being when i get to do it (laughs) Yeah, it, it it is it is not quite the same as doing it in front of an audience. It's true, but it is a lot of fun. Yeah, well, it's also and I really I did really enjoy the uh, New Year's Eve uh, set we DJed. So I, yeah. I I I could see a DJ vodka tonic DJ skirts bucket. <laughs> I need to download many many possum pictures for my slideshow. Yeah, well, and and so um, I did actually make a DJ vodka tonic. Uh, Mixcloud page where I have been where I have been posting my 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 fake graveyard shift episodes. Of course you did <laughs> because I got bored. Well, because it was very enjoyable. I was yeah. I was it was very enjoyable to make some some gothy gothy industrial mixes and and I had forgotten how much I enjoyed that and uh so I mean. I will I will say that most of my music references is are probably at least a decade old if not older. <laughs> so yeah, they're, yeah they're So I older. am I am very much an old school because if there is new music coming out of the goth industrial scene I am mm. not aware. When when I don't know if you remember this, but like many many moons ago, when you first taught me how to DJ, uh, it was on a literal turntable. It was because I am old. Yep. It was a it was a hybrid turntable CD rack, and I actually still have my CD books. Yeah, from when we used to. Oh, I still have all physically... our CDs. I still have those turntables. <laughs> I'm sure you. I the, still have a turntable too. Those CD decks do not work on the turntables, but they work as turntables. Oh. It was a short-lived. Those hybrids, oh, they were so good, but but uh, yeah, they were fun though. But apparently, they're very hard to fix. They were fun. I also ha- I also had a lot of um, jackasses complaining about what I was doing whenever I would use them. Oh so yeah, that was also a fun experience. I especially enjoyed the one guy like on a Sunday morning when I was just practicing because you would let me into the old uh uh uh. Oh, the bar. Yeah, I'd like yeah, the old the bar, bar space to let me practice. And I was on a Saturday, on a Sunday morning. I'm just playing like, like just old school, like smooth shit. And a guy came over to me and started talking to me in the middle of me setting stuff up. And I'm literally putting stuff on on turntables. And he was saying something to me. I'm like, oh yeah, well you know we we still use the turntables because some of the stuff isn't on isn't in a, dig- a digital format anymore it's only on a record so we we have these hybrids and blah 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 and he said i'm sorry i think you mean vinyl 
It was like I'm in the yeah. midst of putting an actual physical record on the turntable and putting the needle in the groove. And I'm all like, no, I'm pretty sure I mean vinyl, but I have to actually listen to this before I cue up. And his girlfriend's like smacking him. And yeah, I'm like, no, I it's... didn't call it a big black CD, dude. It's it's a record. It was when a I... record. It was a record before. Back uh, in the 80s when we originally bought these, yeah. they was called records. Yes. Actually, and what's funny is that that collection that we had at the at the old bar space was my actual music collection. Like a yep. lot of it was music that I have had grown a lot of it was music that I had been given by my parents. I just like, thought it was very funny that he yeah. sought to correct the person actually physically oh, putting a, a record think, on a turntable and be like, I think he meant vinyl. I think you may have just found the a prime example of mansplaining. It's like, no, nope, I'm pretty sure I meant record. It's like the guy that ex- tried to explain podcasting to me. <laughs> like, hmm, yes, tell me of this strange new media. I am very I've curious about it. it. I have never, I've never done that before. I am, I am new to the world of the yeah. internet. Oh, the things people have tried to explain to me. Yes, but uh, yeah, that it's definitely. I would, I would be down for trying to do an actual once a month thing. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. we should definitely do that. Okay, so <laughs> if you would like to listen to us, DJ on Twitch, at least once a month, uh. You can hit us up on social media and let us know. And how can you do that, you may ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. You can go to agonyauntstudios.com. And that is for, like, that was a seamless transition. I know it's ghost to interrupt, interrupt the transition to point it out, but that was very good. My Even my appropriate announcer voice was very good. Uh, but you can go to agonyauntstudios.com. And that's where you can find all of our social media presence uh, the show is usually at Clockwork Cabaret with the old removed in work because it's not work we do, it's love. Emmett is either at Emmett Davenport or Mad Spinstress, and you can find me and all of the things at Lady Addercop. Uh, let us know, like, we did a Twitch stream for New Year's Eve, uh, and we had a lot of fun doing it, so let us know if that's something that you would be interested in hearing from us in the future, and it's going to be, I think, probably pretty loosey-goosey, right? Just yeah. whatever oh, we yeah. want to play. Yeah, yeah, that's that's usually the the last couple times that I have done a Twitch things on my own. It has been very much like this is just how what I feel like listening to. Yeah, I think I think last time I streamed anything, I called it "No Gods, No Masters, No No Genres." So <laughs> it's a pretty good indication of how we're feeling. Uh, yeah, let us know because uh, we would we would love to do that at least once a month. Or more yeah, well, if there's if there's definitely some interest, if there's interest in it, we will gladly yeah. do it. Um, if you if you want to hear, actually, I'm gonna put out this this DJ music challenge. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh oh. Yeah. This. Here we go. So, if you would like to hear us DJ a specific genre for an hour, oh no. Let us know what it is challenge us i'm gonna say go ahead challenge us challenge us for an hour to play a certain genre of music um and and we will give it a try uh this is gonna 
it, this may only be a challenge and fun thing for me to do uh because no, I... no, I, I I'm going to I'm going to reserve the right to say no to certain oh yes yeah. you can you can totally I mean like if there's... you say I want to hear your take on a gospel hour I will know yeah no there's definitely there's definitely some limits there's definitely limits but but I definitely like the idea of hey you want us to you want us to give a a chance at some uh British so British mod soul music from the 1960s we will we will give it a shot if you want to hear us try and spin some uh i don't know ska for an hour i will do that or or if there's a specific song you want to hear where we take it yes give us a song and yes. we'll see if we can go somewhere from that. Yeah. Because that might be interesting, too. Also, oh, or even better, pick uh, pick two songs. One to be the beginning song and one to be the end. And oh, God. figure out. <laughs> and, 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 and we will get there. Because that is always, that is, that is my, that is honestly my jam right there. Yeah, or heck, just tell us what you want to hear. Because yeah. we are very interested in kind of doing some more stuff. Like everyone else, we're getting a little stir-crazy here in the friggin' pandemic. Yeah, and now I actually have weekends off from Uh-oh. from baking, so I am not working seven days a week, so I have a little, I have a, a little bit more. <laughs> so what she's saying is, she doesn't want free time, she wants you to fill it up with some meaningless crap! Hey, this is a meaningless crap. I like music. I will. I I enjoy music. Well, because honestly, if if I'm not gonna DJ, if I'm not DJing, then I'm just gonna be playing World of Warcraft, and no one no one needs me to be doing that. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna be playing Animal Crossing. I mean, and see uh, how many sunken gardens I can create? Look, please save us from ourselves. Yes. Honestly, just send us whatever your ideas are. Do you want to hear a like a, a a Brit pop hour from us? Do you want give us a song that you think we would never play and see if we can put some songs around it? Give us a beginning or an ending song, or just tell us, hey, I don't give a shit what you spin. I just want to hear you uh, give me some new music for an hour. Yeah, and uh, we'll be happy to do that too. Yes, and with that, this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercup, also known as DJ Scuzzbucket, and she is Emmett Davenport, also known as DJ Vodkatronic, <laughs> at least for the next 20 minutes. Four hours. <laughs> and it's not work we do. It is love, da. Attention Sky Captains! Are you suffering from a particularly bad case of coronaphobia? He means a fear of lightning. Have you been the unfortunate victim of multiple lightning strikes? Tired of buying new suits as the old reek of carbon and are singed beyond repair? Suffer and worry no longer, my dear sirs! With the recent invention of Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits, you'll never again have to worry about being struck down by lightning. Light and comfortable and terribly easy to wear, Dr. Luminosevich's patented Eucomian suits are perfectly suited, if you'll pardon my pun, to a life in the skies. 110% guaranteed to prevent any and all human landfall of that most horrifying atmospheric discharge. And coming soon, top hat-mounted lightning rods. Patent pending. 